Welcome again to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. We are so excited about today's topic, amen? Because God's been doing great things. Yes, he has. And I think that uh, everything's just a prelude of all the goodness of what's to come. You know, this last Sunday we had Minister Josh Barclay with us. Yeah, that was so great. Oh my Lord, that was one of the best messages that I've ever heard. And that's not exaggerating. I mean, he... He brought that word forth like a like a surgeon. <laughs> you know, it was just so perfect for where we're at yes. and the things that God's been speaking and ministering to our hearts, as well as the the things that we're gonna be discussing in the next couple of episodes here on Kingdom Concepts. You know, to know that that God is directing us. You know, God will always deal with you yes, he does. before he deals with what you're yes, gonna do does. for him. And this season's just been so wonderful because you can see the the sovereign hand of God just moving, you know, in the lives of his people. And, you know, we're watching people stepping into their dreams. Amen. You know, Amen. and what do you, what do you think, what do you think's at the, at the heartbeat of God right now when it comes to these changes and the things that he's been putting in front of us? What do you think's at the heartbeat of, of why God is doing that in this season? Why there's so much change and so much emphasis being placed on vision and purpose? What, what do you think it is that now God's really pushing this forward? Well, aside from what we're going to be talking about today, the last few months for me has been a real um, get the things that God wants us to do done. It's been a very uh, a time of reflecting on myself, a time of reflecting on the things that I already know of the Word, the things I've already been taught in the Word, and going back, going back to those things that... Um, have already been put in place inside my spirit and bringing them out. I've been, you know, making sure that I'm uh, reading about the authority of the believer, making sure we were talking this morning about sonship. We were talking this morning about, you know, going after what God has laid out for us. And all of that coincides actually with what we're, we're going to be talking about because if we don't, uh, if we stay in, in this topic of complacency, we say that we won't go forward and get those things. And I believe that God's stirring all those things up, vision and focus and purpose. You've been talking a lot about yeah. purpose and you've been talking about, you know, those things that, um, that so easily sway us and distractions. I think that God's bringing all that stuff up reminding us of those things and then saying, okay, in order for you to get these things, you can't be complacent. In order for you to, to go forward and grab those things that I have for you, you can't have this in your life. You can't have that in your life. And it's a readjustment. Everybody we've been talking to and everybody that we've, you know, we surround ourselves with, they're excited about where we're going. They're excited about, about the things God is showing them. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I mean, when you start having that eye of the Spirit, you know, you, you have that optical fusion to where yes. you're, you're seeing what God sees. And, mm -hmm. and when you can see what, what the Lord is seeing, for me, it empowers me. Yes, absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, the way that you see things is nowhere even close to the way that God sees things. And, and I just love it that, you know, he is the author and the finisher mm -hmm. of our faith. And if there's anybody that understands our positioning, man, it is the Lord because our footsteps have been commanded by him. Mm -hmm. And I think that in this hour, God is preparing his army. Yes. Amen. He's preparing men and women, you know, uh, sons and daughters of Christ all around the world. I believe that he's preparing us for this end time revival, this mm -hmm. outpouring of his spirit upon all flesh. Mm -hmm. 
You know, where the Bible says the former rain and the latter rain are going to come together in one season. There's going to be a deluge of blessings and miracles. Yes. And, and we know that there's going to be a tremendous amount of people coming into the kingdom of God. And that will only happen if we, as his sons and his daughters, the servants of the Lord, when we're in position, in the right position. Mm -hmm. Because I think that sometimes... Um, you know, you can get out of where you need to be mm -hmm. and uh, you're off, you know, it doesn't matter if you're off a little bit down the road, it, it, it'll, it'll be you off a lot. You know, it's, I heard someone say one time that if a plane's off by five degrees and it's, and it's leaving from Los Angeles to New York, that plane's going to wind up in Iceland, you know, <laughs> instead Somewhere of, out there. yeah, you know, it, you don't see how, you don't see the, how, you know, how, how much it's off at the beginning, but as time goes on, you can get so far away from the plan and the purpose that God has for your life and you pay for it mm -hmm. when that happens. And I know sometimes, you know, we don't really see how dangerous things can be. Mm -hmm you know, when we start getting off or we don't see the deficiencies that are produced as a result of us being off. And we don't always perceive that that's what it is. We don't always, you know, see the effects, you know, uh, until it's too late. And the results are always going to be the same. You know, if you're doing what's right, you're going to receive the things that are right. But if you're off, you know, then you're going to suffer loss and lack and and things things aren't going to be, you know, the way that God intended and so it's just been blessing me because I can truly see the hand of the Lord just moving mightily in the mm -hmm. land. And it really is a positioning. But I know for myself, and we've talked about this, that you know God's been speaking to our hearts a lot and really causing us to revisit our assignment. Yes. And, and not just what we're called to do for Him, but I think God's been putting more emphasis on what we're doing with Him. Mm, amen. Because you can't be great for God unless you're first great with God. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we, we need to come back to the center mm -hmm. yeah, uh, of where things are supposed to be. I think what's be. been humbling for me lately is the, 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 the greatness of God and the greatness of the vision that he's put before us and the, um, just the magnitude of those things that he's asked us to do. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when I, when I see all that greatness, all that big stuff, I think, I, and for my mind, it's not, oh God, you you think that for me or you you want that for me? It's like, wow, you know, for me, it's like God trusts me with that. Yeah. God wants mm -hmm. that for me. God actually sees that I can do that, or He He sees something inside of me that I don't even see yet. Yeah. And He believes in me so much that He's given me this vision. He's given me the tools, and and we're gonna get it done. You know, I, I it just I don't know. It's just like this great big shot in the arm, I guess, you know, to know, God, you're not giving me this big vision or you're not giving me these, these ideas or whatever it may be that he's giving me to dangle. Like God, that you, you say this so much that God doesn't give us things like a carrot to dangle in front of us. He shows us these things because he truly wants that for us. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm excited about the season that we're in right now. I really am. But let's go ahead and get started with, uh, with our message this morning. And, you know, I'd like to say this, you know, if you are watching today or if you're, uh, you know, listening or, or on your way to work, whatever it may be, 
the thing that we have always endeavored to do with these programs and the messages and just the preaching and everything that we've done is always to cause growth in any area of your mm -hmm. life. And if you're listening to this, it's because God wanted you to. So, you know, what I do is I grab a piece of paper. I, when I'm listening to something, I, you know, grab paper, grab my Bible. So if, if you know, put us on pause, go do that right now. So that way you can follow along with us because growth comes intentionally you on purpose decide to grow your faith yes. you on purpose decide to and you talked about this last episode so go back but you on purpose decide to go higher with god and we want you to go higher with god with us amen yeah, absolutely you know because you know sometimes you know again you know you can be going in a direction or doing something and and you think it's the right yes. thing uh -huh. and you find out later on that it's not. And the consequences are going to be the same whether you realize it's yes. right or wrong. Right. You know, I always think about, like, when it comes to driving, you know, how you can be out on that road and driving at a speed that you're comfortable with. It's yes. like this is that you feel comfortable driving at this speed, and maybe it's above the speed limit. And your uh, wife says to you, how fast are you driving? You need to slow it down. Yeah, I know that. You know, I know that. I know that talk. <laughs> you're getting back to the, the example, um, you know, to where you're driving and it's at a speed that you're comfortable with and you're good with it. You know, it feels good to you. You're, it's right for you. And then all of a sudden, you know, you look in your rearview mirror and you see some lights pulling you over and the speed limit, let's say, was 15 miles an hour less than what you were driving just because you didn't know the speed limit and because you know, it felt right to you, the right speed, doesn't mean that you're going to be free from the consequences, which is a ticket. That's right. Um, you know, and so sometimes when it comes to, you know, how we do things, uh, we need to make sure that we're doing, you know, what truly is right. Because without us doing what truly is right, then we're, we're going to suffer, you know, unnecessarily. That's right. And the thing that God's called us to do is going to be affected by it as well you know uh we were talking earlier about this very subject matter how sometimes you know there's things that you know will be revealed but it takes you looking at things stepping back and looking at what's happening you know cause and effect uh to see you know what needs to be adjusted or what needs to be changed and we were talking about um you know that surgeon oh yes that was such a that was such a thing i wanted to share this because we was we were talking about the fact that you know when when uh, sometimes you are stuck doing a certain thing mm -hmm. and a revelation comes that you should do it differently you know pride will step in or certain things will step in to uh, not want you to and um, you had actually brought this to my attention um, this surgeon by the name he's got a weird name but I, I had this I wanted to show this this guy by the name of Ignaz Semmelweis so this is before and you think about it now when you go even to the doctor's office or anything you go in and you have people with gloves on and you know masks on you know you walk into the hospital and they have masks and everything hand there. sanitizer hand everywhere, sanitizer everywhere <laughs> which I don't understand where the germs go because you're just like moving them around so I, I don't understand that at all. I still like to just wash my hands and then put that stuff on there. But this guy years and years ago in the early 1800s, he said he, he had he saw two clinics and he said, uh, he told them, he said, you know, in this clinic, there's people, there's a mortuary here and a mortuary here and there's two clinics. But the people where the mortuary is, uh, there was a mortuary at the clinics and then people obviously. So the one with the mortuary, uh, they were 
they were going from a mortuary from cadaver cadavers into treating people of uh, into treating people and the other one had the same thing had a mortuary and they were going into treating people also but he noticed that the one that the second clinic they were washing their hands and he said you know I think we need to be washing our hands so they started washing their hands and he noticed that the one where they were washing their had the mortality rate was way less than the other one he brought this up and his story is said he said the story goes that he he goes he brings it up and they thought he was crazy they thought he they rejected his uh his opinion they rejected his findings they threw him in a mental hospital and he ended up dying of gangrene because he got hurt and people were treating him treating him with not washing their hands he ends up dying well it wasn't until 10 years later that um, another doctor saw his findings and said no we're going to do this then they started doing it mortality rates got lower but still even then people were rejected his it wasn't until even what the 1900s 1950 you found that it became mandated they had to wash their hands yeah. that's crazy i mean it's is now we think about it but it was a, a process that was rejected because somebody dis, somebody was like, no, that, that's not how we're going to do it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, some people get stuck in certain mindsets and they yes. think that, oh, this is the best way. You know, like hundreds of years ago, um, you know, when it came to, you know, nobles and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, they they would shower like what like once a year yes because they were Every under the months. impression that so that if you were if you washed too often that the water would cause you to get sick mm -hmm. and you know come to find out that they were so wrong that you know it's not washing that causes infection you know and cause you to be susceptible to sickness but they were operating in what they thought was right mm -hmm. and it just goes hand in hand with what we're going to be talking about you know with complacency mm -hmm. Because complacency, as we begin to study this, you know, so many people have a, their own uh, interpretation of what complacency mm -hmm. is. You know, a lot of people think that to be complacent means that things are stagnant. Uh, it means to be procrastinating or that you're uncommitted. And that is not what complacency means. You know, um, I, w I w just want to say, I was so surprised when you started bringing that up and when you when you just unfolded what complacency really meant, because I always thought it was the, uh, what, what you're going to share, but I just really felt like the way the Lord showed you was just amazing. Yeah, because if, if you don't see something for what it is, mm -hmm. then you're not going to deal with it That's for right. what it is. That's right. I mean, if you think that, oh, man, I'm just being kind of, you know, just lazy. being lazy and yeah. that's why I haven't done this or that's why I haven't made these changes yet. I'm going to, but I'm not. You know, if, if you look at it that way, that it's just you being kind of lazy or stagnant, then you're not going to deal with it for what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, over, you know, in uh, the Webster's Dictionary, mm -hmm. it said that complacency means self-satisfaction, especially when wow. accompanied by... Um, unawareness of what actual dangers and deficiencies, you know, are caused. It means self-admiration, self-conceit, self-esteem, self-glory, self-importance, self-love, self-satisfaction. It means to have ego and to have a swelled head. You know, everything about complacency has to do with pride. And Pride has to do with being selfish. Mm -hmm. And that's what God set us free from. He set us free from ourselves when we came to Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. But you think about it, complacency will cause you to think and believe that your way 
is the best way. And it might be working for you now, but again, the danger and the deficiencies you discover later on. And um, I'm reminded of when we were in Europe, we just got done coming back from, you know, a European vacation. You know, we're celebrating 30 years of ministry and we're doing it all year. And uh, you're worth that. Amen. Amen. And I remember we were taking a taxi cab ride from the hotel to the cruise ship in Barcelona. And while we were driving down the road, you remember that taxi cab yes, driver? Yes. You know, he was just driving. He's a good guy. Yeah. You know, he's talking with us and, you know, and uh, talking with Brother Ray and Marcy were with us. And I remember the guy kept on braking. The whole time he was driving, he just kept driving like this. And I remember, you know, after a little while, you kept looking out the windows to see what was going on. And, and I thought it was like, okay, there's traffic here. But then when there was no traffic, the guy was still driving still doing it. the same way. And you were like, Josh, what, what's going on? What, I don't see what's, 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 what's in the road. What's, and, and I'm looking and I don't see nothing. And I remember finally, you know, you spoke up and you said, you said, Ray, you said, why is he driving like that? I didn't say it all crazy. We well, know like you didn't that. say it crazy like that. You and you said it inquiring, like because we we didn't know why we were doing this. And I remember Brother Ray turned and goes, goes, Pastor Elaine goes, that's how he drives. And I remember we were just like, oh my gosh, you know, this is how he drives. There is no reason for it yeah. other than to him that was the best way to drive. And we know the guy spoke English and Spanish, so he heard what you said, but he kept driving the same way, and. uh you know, and I guarantee you to him, that's the right way to drive. But what he's going to find out later on, though, is that if you drive like that, man, the brakes in that car are going to wear out quick. You know, and the, the worst thing that can happen is there might come a time when he's going to need those brakes to avoid, you know, something in the road or avoid having an accident. And those brakes not, might not be there. You know, complacency will cause you to say, my way of driving is better, mm -hmm. even though nobody else drives like that, mm -hmm. you know? And so sometimes Satan tries getting us into places, mm -hmm. you know, to where, you know, he kind of serenades us into places to where we think that what we're doing is right because it feels good. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's not bothering us, but the effects of it can cost us. And sometimes it can cost you dearly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's where the, the, synonym with uh, laziness and complacency because when you're complacent it really what it means is that you are happy happy doing it your way mm -hmm. it may be the wrong way it may be a way that is that there may be a hundred ways better but you're just happy doing it the right way you're satisfied you're mm -hmm. you're uh um you're satisfied with only this amount of, of finances you're satisfied with only this in your marriage you have a good marriage you know you you have um you're 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 satisfied and so you stay in there so instead of saying you know what i have a great marriage so i'm going to up it a notch i'm going to make it I'm, I'm going to add this to our marriage. Or I'm going to do this in our marriage. I'm going to invest more in myself so that I can have a better marriage. It's like, no, you become satisfied. You mm. become, uh, some people may think it's, you know, you have no more effort. You decide to stay where you're at instead of saying, hey, wait, there's a better way. But see, going another way or going a better way, it causes work. You have to mm -hmm. work. You have to uh, decide to change. You have to decide to have a better plan or to have a different plan and sometimes complacency causes us to be lazy about getting a better plan and, and it causes you not to see 
the the danger because oh, yes. so many people want the, the they want the the road of least resistance oh, and yes. usually the road of least resistance is taking you nowhere mm -hmm. and you know when i was thinking about this i was reminded of a story i heard you know years ago about how up in i believe it's canada or, you know up there um you know uh, in the northern country to where sometimes wolves would come in mm -hmm. and they would be messing with homesteads, you know, messing with animals that, you know, farmers or people would have. And so the way that they deal with those wolves is that they'll get a knife and they'll sharpen this thing till it's razor sharp. And then they begin to dip that blade into chicken blood and they'll pull it out. They let the chicken blood freeze on it and they stick it back in. They pull it out. They let it freeze. Mm -hmm. They keep dipping that blade in that chicken blood to where finally there's this big icicle of chicken blood and then they'll go out there to that place where that wolf's been coming and harassing them and they'll they'll fasten that blade there and eventually that wolf will come he's hungry he's got an appetite and he'll start licking on that chicken blood and he's just eating it and eating it. he's satisfied to him it's the right thing to do it feels good and you know and it's making him happy and he doesn't realize the danger that's coming and as he begins to lick that chicken blood his tongue begins to freeze because of the ice you know that that it is and eventually the chicken blood is gone and that knife is shredding his tongue it's cutting veins and nerves and and they wind up bleeding out because of that blade and sometimes satan does the same thing with yes, us he does. he'll bring sin mm -hmm. And he'll bring compromise. He'll he'll bring things, amen, that, that cause us to be comfortable with something, even though it's air, and eventually it winds up damaging us. It, it ends up hurting us or altering our lives, our ministries, our relationships, sometimes forever. Mm -hmm. It's a dangerous thing if you don't see it for what it is. Yes, because, you know, sin creeps in and it's easier not to go to the word it's easier not to do what the word says mm -hmm. it's easier for us season sin you know you always say you know sin well the word says that sin is a fun for a season, fun for a season you know but being a christian and not being complacent and not doing things that you know you you get up early to go to church on sunday morning you know you make that extra effort mm -hmm. you you take your kids you get all of your kids up and you bathe them and you iron for them you do all of those things early so that you can get there on time because you want to be there and if you're at our church where we have set up and breakdown crew you got moms down there at mm -hmm. 8 30 9 in the morning yeah. with all their little kids they're not complacent. They're mm -hmm. they're like you know, but it would be just easy to just ah, I'm gonna stay yeah, home yeah. and and just watch live stream. You know, I heard uh, somebody say the other day. You know what, live stream's great. What you're doing right here is great. They said, but there's just that tangible thing to walk into church mm -hmm. to take that extra effort and not be complacent and stay home to take that effort when you walk in and you see the ministry of the body of Christ. That person that you know, hold your hand, that person that says, hello, how, how have mm -hmm. you been? You walk in that usher that takes you to your seat. Just all of those things that take the extra effort that add to your walk with God, that add to, to your, your growing up in God, you know? Yeah. Well, cause you know, Jesus created a culture of touch and he created the church for us to have a place where he can touch us and, and we can connect with him. And, and as we stay strong with the Lord, I, I learned this, that when we got saved, our attitude and our perception changed completely because prior to that it was you know you're your best subject yes. it's all about me myself and I but when you step towards that relationship with the Lord your life becomes other centered you're no longer thinking about yourself you're thinking about others and how your life can affect others and benefit others and as we walk strong with the Lord 
the the closer we get to him the more humility you walk in. Mm -hmm. It's like you were saying at the beginning of this program yes. that we're humble to be able to do what we do right now for the Lord and the things that he's entrusted to us, that he would trust us with that. And it's very humbling. You know, complacency would cause us to be prideful and say, yeah, that's right. You know what? I'm God's best and, you know, nobody mm -hmm. else comes close and nobody else can do what we do. You know, we're just so good. And, 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 and pride would not only stop what God's wanting to do in your life, it'll cause you to fall. And others to fall, and others to stumble with us. Oh, and, and that's something that nobody, you know, Amen. we don't want to see happen, you know. And our prayer is this, if you're watching this program, we know that God's talking to you the same way He's been talking yes. to us the last couple of weeks. And we've just been examining our hearts and examining our lives because we don't have any room for pride, for complacency, for selfishness to to be rooted or to, to be a stumbling block, amen, in the purpose that God has for us. And so I want you to take time to pray and ask mm -hmm. God yes. to reveal to you, is there an area that you're blind to right now? Is, is there an area in your life where you're not seeing things for what it truly is? And maybe the effects aren't showing up yet, but if you don't see God, those effects will show up. But you can pray and God will help you right now where you're at, amen? We love you. We thank you for being a part of this broadcast. And, man, we look forward to seeing you guys again on another episode of Kingdom Concepts. God bless you.